0: uh well actually uh real quick before we begin fun fact we just had our best month ever last month for two months in a row nice month before that we were at 600 and some plays last month, we were at 700 some plays so we're crawling up there little by little folks with the little podcast that i can Nice. but uh i don't know did you catch our last podcast when we reviewed barbie or you didn't listen to
1: it? finally you didn't no i haven't listened to it yet because i haven't seen right. barbie
0: that's fair um, damn, you should watch it with a crowd. It's so much better with a crowd, oh, but dad, uh,
1: it's probably gonna be weird if I'm the only dude that's in there.
0: I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> uh, but no, okay, so uh, as you know, there's a writer's strike, right? There's a writer's strike and uh, an uh, actor strike going on.
1: You mean a whiny baby strike? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. <laughs>
1: um, it's so hard for me to take it seriously though when like you see like. Big name actors on the picket line, like stop and take pictures of fans, because like when you think of strike, you think of like like working people, yeah, like the work, like a blue collar guy striking because he's not making enough money to feed his family. And I'm (laughs) not saying that actors are aren't making enough money to feed their families. I'm pretty sure a lot of them aren't, but it's just funny to see like the big name ones, like (laughs) oh wait, hold on, let me stop picketing the to take a picture.
0: But the, like that. So let's be clear. The, this strike is not about like the Rock or Robert Downey Jr. I'm pretty sure they're well fed. This no, is about it's for, like
1: it's for the like the the, the guest stars, the the, the small actors. actors.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, the young, and up and, and coming actors.
0: Yeah. Well, like, and it's not just the actors on the writer side. Like, dude, I found out about this. Only the top like one percent of writers are even making seventy thousand dollars a year. And bear in mind that's in L.A. Where that ain't mm. shit. Making seventy thousand dollars in Austin, Texas, ain't shit. And in L.A., like, that's even worse. So like, I mean,
1: I mean I hate to break it to you, but California is a cesspool.
0: It's a fucking expensive cesspool. But um, but yeah, no. So that's why they're picking it, man. It's 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 ugh, for one better wages. Do better royalties because old contracts had like TV residuals, right? Like you get paid royalties off of TV. It's different
1: now when it comes to streaming. Exactly, like streaming, you don't get the same type of residuals. Well, you don't get any residuals, because I don't think I don't think Netflix reveals like how much a show is getting streamed.
0: No, they they're very secretive. They'll only say it when it's like the biggest so, you know premiere in the history of Netflix. That's it. There was a
1: point that uh, the comedian Andrew Schultz made. He was like, "What if Netflix isn't revealing the streaming uh, ratings for shows mm-hmm. because they're not that high,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and then things are going to cost more, and people are going to be let down by, oh shit, my show isn't getting streamed that much."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if they did do it based on like oh you're getting streamed this much here's how much you're getting paid.
0: Well, I think also because like for TV there's a very uh blanket, not blank it's a very like uh, see-through process of like Nielsen ratings, right? Like yeah, you know Nielsen ratings. But like for for streaming,
1: oh, it's different. Like,
0: what's the higher rating is is if you if a 1000 people watch your show a day, is that high? or is it 100,000 or is it total hours viewed over a month like what's the, what's the gauge um, yeah it's, all, it's
1: that there's no real like uh there's no real like rating like to say like if a show's doing good on streaming
0: yeah there's no uh there's no way to kind of gauge like it. Uh-huh.
1: for fuck's sake netflix could be lying when it has that top 10 list on their thing, they could yeah. just be like, "Oh, what a coincidence! It's all Netflix stuff that's on the top 10
0: See, I've always, I but I always assume that I'm very like, uh at, I won't say anti corporate. I am someone anti corporate, but I don't, I never trust it when I get recommendations. I'm like, this... hey, 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 don't fuck with AEW.
1: You're you're oh, a fucking corporate <laughs> stooge when it comes to AEW.
0: <laughs> <AW. laughs> Tony Khan
1: is God.
0: Tony Khan is not God, but he might as well be. Um, <laughs> no, look, he the point being is that... He plays with his
1: guys on TV. You don't play with your guys on TV.
0: You and I both on Man plays with his guys much more. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Oppenheimer. Jesus. Look, point being is, I think it's fair to say on my end, I stand with the writers and the, the actors strike. Bernie, any opinions on this before we continue?
1: I mean, if they could... I'm sure there's room for negotiation. like I'm I'm like you see the amount of money like some of these corporations make. <clears throat> there has to be some room for negotiation like and it it really does suck that a lot of these jobs are in California where it is not a friendly place to live if you're poor or if you're rich because even the rich get fucked in California.
0: Everyone gets fucked in California.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) and it, it, you can say like, Oh, well they can move. Why, why don't they move to like Texas? For example, if they move to Texas, it'll just become the same thing.
0: It's becoming the same thing in the Valley. Um, we have a, a lot of people moving into the Valley from Austin and from California And I don't know if you noticed, but I, me and my wife are currently looking for a house and we fucking noticed housing prices have gone up because of people moving in from Austin. You're
1: you're looking for a house in the worst time, Eddie.
0: I know dude. I have the best timing to look for shit at the worst time. If I tell y'all I'm going to buy a car, don't buy a car. If I tell y'all I'm going to buy a house, don't buy a house. If I tell y'all don't try to avoid identity theft. You're probably going to get your identity theft. That's mm-hmm. Stolen. Uh, Bernie, hit the intro.
1: This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and today, my lowly chum of a friend, Eddie, and I are reviewing Chris Nolan's. Mm, let's say opus,
0: uh,
1: uh Oppenheimer. You, you mean his magnum opus? There it is. I knew I forgot a word. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, "You sound confident,
0: we'll <laughs> right, folks." If, if take one lesson from Freddie, if you sound confident, people will think you're telling the truth. Exactly. <laughs> like like a teacher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> During World War II, uh, Lieutenant General Leslie Groves Jr. appoints physicists. Robert J. Oppenheimer, sorry, J. Robert Oppenheimer, to work on a top-secret Manhattan project that was not that top-secret. Oppenheimer and a team of scientists, the world's greatest nerds, spend years developing and designing the atomic bomb. Their work comes to fruition on July 16, 1945, as they witness the world's first nuclear explosion forever changing the course of history and creating the giant monster known as Godzilla. I may have made some of that up.
1: I, th- I think you
0: did. I might have. Um. So fucking. Where do we start? Jesus. Uh, going into this, man. Oppenheimer got some pussy. He, dude. Shockingly, him and uh and uh. That who's the other really famous nerd. Emmy equals m-, m squared Uh. Einstein.
1: Einstein.
0: Dude, Einstein, dude. dude I apparently Oppenheimer and Einstein were fucking womanizers, and I don't mean like two or three women. Jesus. Like Einstein was known to fuck his teacher, his students. Like, it was not rare.
1: I'm not surprised. I mean, the only people that were probably in his class were people that were like, oh, my God, it's Einstein.
0: I mean, they were celebrities. Like, what, think of a, what's a modern day scientist celebrity like Bill Nye, No. deGrasse Tyson.
1: Oh, well, I mean, even Stephen Hawking got some pussy. That's very true.
0: So what? So if you're like super, he super smart. On his wife, I think. I think he cheated on his wife several times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not impossible. The theory of everything.
0: That's right. Oh God, I remember that one. Um.
1: But uh. But yeah, I mean, I I I fell for the the misconception that uh, Einstein was a part of the Manhattan Project.
0: Oh, you thought he was? Yeah. He he kind of made it possible. I don't know if they go go dive too much into it, but essentially, I would when he much say like it was because of his letter to uh, to
1: FDR that uh, they started the Manhattan Project.
0: It was his letter, but also when he proved that uh, what was it? He he theorized that the law that the laws of physics don't apply uh, to new nu- like nuclear objects, right? Um, there was a particular day where there was a, uh, a solar eclipse and mm-hmm. they managed to get a picture of the sunlight from the sun bending for just a moment. It was bending during the eclipse and it kind of proved that the laws of physics don't apply to, to, to nuclear things, to things of this, uh, location kind of mm-hmm. opening the door for like theoretical physicists. You know, to start like researching, like, well, what about the atom? What are we this? The rules don't apply, so what can they do? And that essentially started the atom bomb. Mm. So it was all that. Um, but no, the, are you a big like history buff? Like, I don't think I've ever asked you, do you like these kind of movies?
1: Uh, I love history movies.
0: Really? I did not know that. Well, what was what, one of your favorites?
1: Uh... I mean, say, well, Saving Private Ryan isn't a history movie, but it does take place in World War II. Um,
0: I'd say that qualifies.
1: Another history movie. It's so funny, like when you get put on the spot, you start forgetting shit. Um,
0: Would you have a massive DVD collection, you can just look at it, like start pulling names.
1: I mean, it really depends. Like, I like biography movies. Uh, Like Hands of Stone, things like that. Um, But Black Hawk Down, I would say Black Hawk Down was a history movie that I really enjoyed. Granted, all those movies can be skewed because, I mean, it's all different.
0: I mean, this movie can be skewed too. Like, not everything is as dramatized as, you know, they present it. So
1: you're telling me his wife didn't see him fucking Florence Pugh when he was being interrogated?
0: Dude, that was fucking intense. I was like, this is harsh. Like, when the camera was moving and he goes from being slow to being naked, I was like, okay, like, he feels naked in front of these guys? Like, that's a bit odd. And then you see Florence Pugh on top of him. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, I am uncomfortable. You see Emily Blunt just there staring at like, you son of a bitch.
1: hmm But yeah, surprisingly, I- a lot of the stuff in this movie was pretty accurate. Like, the fact that they ditched their son with their buddies.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, they did ditch him. Did they ditch him permanently? I don't think so. They had no, a- it was for
1: a while. I think it was like for months.
0: Yeah. Well I mean back then they didn't fucking believe in postpartum depression. They were just like, Oh, she's she's just sad. Like, give her some time. Like, hey, maybe we need to see a therapist or something, sweetheart. You're you're drinking a lot. A lot.
1: Oh yeah, his I think his wife was an Pretty sure she was an alcoholic.
0: Yeah. Dude, she was fucking smart, though. I'll say that. He had, well, okay. So he meets Florence Pugh, who's a member of the Communist Party. Now, as we all know, in early uh, nineteen, in early 20th century America, there's a no communist. dirtier word than communist. Yeah, you fucking felt the commons. Which, like, just goes to be like, hey, we might lose this world war, but fuck the communists. We don't want them involved. Mm. Like, how stupid are you? like and I don't know
1: that. what'd you think of the of the setup how it was going back and forth like trial to to back then and it was doing the it was giving the trial not the trial um who's trial uh RDJ's character Strauss it was giving uh, yeah, RDJ's it... character the black and white and then even the meeting that he had with Oppenheimer discussing the hydrogen bomb
0: yeah, I didn't hate that. I thought it was a good way of like distinguishing because I was like... I remember at one point I was like, I think we're following four stories at once. And I counted in my head. It was Oppenheimer growing up, right? Like him, mm. him working on the bomb. Strauss, black and white. And then the trial phase. So like, no, yeah, we followed three different stories at one point. Like it was a lot to, to follow. But to Nolan, whoever the fuck edited this movie needs an award. Like they made it. Was better it than very... Tenet, I'll tell you that right now. I was about to say, didn't you hate Tenet?
1: I fucking hated Tenet. I thought it was a stupid fucking movie.
0: Is that the only movie though of his that you've hated? Pretty much. You know, uh the Batman made this movie happen, right?
1: I'm not I'm not surprised.
0: He yeah, he gave Christopher Nolan a book about uh Oppenheimer's speeches, I think. And oh, that's what kind of got it. No, no, no. Uh, not Killian Murphy. Uh, Christian Bale? Oh. No, he gave him a book at, at the, after tenant ended. He was like, oh, shit, this looks good. I can't. I want to make a movie about this guy. Hmm. I mean, he made it happen. But um, So what did you think about, and by the way, that's factual, uh, the scene where Oppenheimer tries to poison his teacher. And that really happened, by the way. That's not joking. That yeah, and he got happened. caught. Yeah, and he, I think he was suspended. I think. Yeah, or he, he was had suspended.
1: Uh, I it, thought, man, what a fucking whiny crybaby.
0: Well, I mean, he's great at theoretical physics. Like, it wasn't really invented. Imagine being good at a subject that hasn't even been invented yet. That's not the like, right, how right how to kill somebody. No, I, <laughs> I mean, maybe like he
1: made fun of me.
0: I mean, everyone's different, man. Maybe he, maybe he had to eat it. Maybe he just had no, to fight he more. didn't. Are <laughs> you saying this because you're a teacher that makes fun of his students?
1: No, I mean, it's just fucked up. Like, you make fun <laughs> of
0: someone, and he tries to kill you. I mean, eye for an eye, no? Like Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. <laughs> it was an overreaction?
1: Yeah. Oh, it was a slight overreaction. Of course it was a fucking overreaction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So Oppenheimer, he he studies uh, theoretical physicsism uh, overseas and realizes, dude, the U.S. is lagging when it comes to like science and nerds. So he comes back home to to teach. Um, in actuality, his first class really was one dude, and it was a conversation. Yeah. Um, you know what's weird mm-hmm. that they didn't really portray
1: his relationship with Heisenberg that well.
0: Was it more of a competitiveness between him and Heisenberg?
1: Yeah, they were competitive. But when um, Oppenheimer asked Heisenberg to, to leave Germany and to come work in the United States, but Heisenberg took that very offensively because he was a very proud German.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, at the time, uh, nowadays, I guess, like, hardcore patriotism isn't as strong as it is. But, yeah, back like, but? then. I fucking love Germany. Germany's my favorite. Even though you're Jewish.
1: Yeah. Even though he was Jewish and the Nazis were in charge. He was like, meh. I love Germany.
0: I wonder though. Do you think it was because the Germans were in charge and he loves Germany, or do you think he was like worried for the safety of his loved ones? He was, from what I was reading up on, he
1: was like, he was like Hitler. Uh, he thought that Germany should be, should should rise back to power after World War One, like because you know at the end of World War One, Germany was very down and out, like. Like they were so yeah. fucked over after World War One,
0: after the the treaty was it the Treaty of Versailles? Yeah, yeah. All right, and I, that. So to
1: he was one of the Germans that saw that and was like, Germany should rise back to power. Not saying that the Nazis should have risen to power, but he he was a nationalist.
0: Yeah. Um. So I didn't even realize he had asked asked Eisenberg to come back. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they didn't address um, that in the movie. Oh.
0: Uh, I wonder why. Nolan's told really good about that. If he's yeah. wrong. Um which also, like, dude, a hundred million dollar movie from Christopher from about Oppenheimer, an historical epic, a hundred million dollars.
1: No CGI used at all,
0: I believe. Very, 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 very limited. It was limited to just like part of the explosion, not even the whole thing. Most of it was practical effects. Hmm. Um What's it called? But, um, dude, I don't... Nolan is maybe the only director I can think of that could command that much money for a historical biopic. And they, the, they were like, yeah, sure, yeah, do it.
1: Well, I will say him and
0: Barbie probably s- saved the movie theaters in July. Dude, after... Even fucking Mission Impossible, it didn't bomb, but it did not make what they were expecting. Nor Fast or Furious, nor The Flash, nor Indiana Jones. Definitely not Flash. The Flash. Fuck you. But Barbenheimer... Barbenheimer had the fourth best box office weekend in history. You know what were the three that was leading it?
1: Uh, What? I'm assuming Avengers is in there.
0: Yes, both of them. Hmm. Oh, the, the, so it goes uh, Endgame, Infinity War the force awakens barbenheimer wow i i you know what maybe this means we'll get more original content because the old shit ain't working
1: oh um, i saw this movie at 10 30 at night and surprisingly i didn't fall asleep
0: it was very engaging i thought like yeah. it was hard to like look away from it
1: yeah it was me and my brother his girlfriend and my girlfriend went to go see it in denver and uh, they were starting to fall asleep near the end. We didn't.
0: Uh, it was. Good. Did you guys watch an IMAX?
1: No, we saw it at Alamo Draft House.
0: Oh, nice. What's it called? I remember. So it's unlimited um,
1: popcorn and soda.
0: I. God, I only been to an Alamo Draft House once, and it was fucking great. It was when we saw Birds of Prey.
1: I saw it in what San Antonio. Uh, Corpus. There's a
0: draft house in Corpus. A small one, but yeah. Hmm. Huh. It yeah, only the had theater like. Theater we were
1: in was really small.
0: Yeah, the one we went to it only had like eight, eight theaters I think total.
1: Oh no, I mean like the the theater that we were in, like it was maybe eight rows.
0: Oh damn, that is fine.
1: Yeah, like it really wasn't that big.
0: Mm-hmm. No, but I, hope, I hope you guys have had fun, like dude. I remember when I was watching. But I hear, like. With-
1: I hear that you can't even see it in in true IMAX. Like unless you go to a true IMAX theater, which there's only very few in the country.
0: I think it's only like twelve in the whole country.
1: Yeah, I think one's in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I mean not San Antonio, Shoot. Austin.
0: Yeah. But one's all two, they play I'm... is
1: uh is like nature films and shit. Really? Yeah, because I remember me and my parents went to go see this uh, the storm chaser documentary that was playing there
0: in an IMAX theater. Yeah. How big is a fucking theater?
1: It was the, the screen is big and the theater kinda, is pretty fucking big.
0: I kind of want to see, I want to compare it to the IMAX down here.
1: Yeah. It, well, like these aren't true IMAX. Like these yeah, are, but... these are uh digital IMAX theaters.
0: So what's the difference between digital IMAX and real IMAX? IMAX uses film. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, there aren't that many of them. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, fuck that noise. Um, but no, I watched this movie in IMAX at 1030 at night, and everyone was wide awake. And I was looking around me. Everyone was awake.
1: I think I would have rather seen it in Dolby Digital.
0: I, Dude, I can't tell the difference with you. I can't.
1: I am mean, either, but they have the recliner seats. The that's deep fair. recliner seats. Like the ones where like you really sink in there.
0: <laughs> well, I mean considering the fact that this movie was three fucking hours, that probably would be better for my back, but you know, that's me, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But no, um so <clears throat> Hill Murphy comes back, starts teaching. Um the war's on, obviously. Um and they he begins to just talk to his students. And I love this part of it. I can't speak for other like majors and how they talk class and stuff and everything. But mm-hmm. one thing I loved about my English classes was the fact that it felt a little more like a conversation. Like mm-hmm. someone was spitting out an idea. Someone would comment. Someone else would comment. Someone would say this, that it was more of a discussion based, but the teacher was just facilitating where the students talked. Mm-hmm. And I like that even in like physics, like theoretical physics physics. It's not a situation where like I'm telling you what's going on. We're all just it's theory. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Everyone just talk and maybe we'll come up with an idea. Yeah. I like that. I, I, I love that part of it. For me, um, um
1: it was very interesting to see like, like how they went about going from going to the classroom and then going on to uh Trying to prove it, uh, when it came out that what um, wasn't it some Germans they they had tested. A,
0: a it was bomb. Heisenberg himself. Yeah, no, not bomb. a bomb. Uh, well, he, he, he split the atom. Yeah, he was able to to test it, and it came back. It's crazy because it just came back with instead of a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent. But right. it would that that little bit was enough to be like, we can do this yeah like we, we can get more energy out of the item when we split it how much more can we get and the more volatile the chemical, the more powerful the explosion Hence the yeah. uranium well that's also crazy because even in the movie they're like there's no way we can produce enough uranium so let's use plutonium so they use two both bombs same uh same effect with two different bases batman and uh little boy little boy yeah a little more yeah one was plutonium one was uranium mm. um that's why one was smaller than the other one was whichever one there was one material that they knew would work the other one they weren't sure and that that one that they weren't sure about that's why they 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 t- they had two bombs they tested one and then they used the other one in the actual war itself.
1: You know what's crazy was that these bombs were really, I think it's fair to say these were designed to use on Germany.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they were planning on using them on the bunker.
1: And then, well, Germany surrenders, and we're left with Japan. And um, so, coincidentally enough, like a couple days ago, I binged. Uh, the HBO miniseries, The Pacific.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great fucking show. Um, it was all right, it was okay. It wasn't great. Did you like it as much as Band of
1: Brothers? I haven't seen Band of Brothers. I need to watch that one. What?
0: Well, okay, yeah, you need to watch that. It's really
1: good. Um, Ross, it's a weak point. But um, I do know, like from like historical historical accounts, that the Pacific Theater was far and away more violent than the European theater when it came yeah. to war. And, no. and yeah, the Japanese would not surrender like at all.
0: Well, it was, and I, um, folks, I, I'm digging into my knowledge of, I want to say old World War II documentaries, partially like, how do I say this? It was ingrained in the Japanese people. The Japanese were a proud people. They right? were slash are a proud people.
1: Wasn't the um, emperor at the time also kind of making God. himself to be a deity?
0: Yes. Um, and, and bear in mind, these people were trained from birth almost, or to, to the emperor is essentially God. Like, you die for a country. The greatest honor you can have is dying for a country. Hence oh, the Kamikaze yeah. pilots. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know you're dying, but you're dying for a country, so it's all good um so and and I was,
1: I was trying to find um exact casualty counts you know it's really hard to find casual casualty counts of world war ii like exact ones uh it was like roughly in total with european and um uh, and uh the pacific it was about 300 some thousand i think in the pacific theater it was like a hundred and some oh,
0: thousand casualties I'm surprised it wasn't higher. No.
1: Yeah. Um, and you know, I was kind of thinking about that, like, because Oppenheimer changed war. No. Yeah. Well he, he is the Prometheus of today. He gave humans fire and he basically gave them the ability to destroy themselves.
0: Um, do you know about that book, American Prometheus? Is that where you use that word? Yeah. That's his book. Yeah. Um, But uh, it was crazy because, and I know we're jumping all over the way, folks, but like we're going to, where we are, like this fucking, much like Christopher Nolan, we will jump all over the place. There's there's still debate. And I mean, you can, everyone's different. Feel free to argue amongst yourselves. Was it the right thing to do? Because they, Japan wasn't going to surrender. And Mm -hmm. they estimated casualties, including civilians and soldiers. Anywhere from the last time I checked the number, it was 700 to 825,000 casualties. If they had invaded Japan versus dropping worse and worse. Yeah.
1: I mean, it just got to the point where the U S was kind of like, we need to put a stop to it.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because they even make a point of saying, um, and they mention it in the movie, but it is true. He they did say this: the first bomb is to show them that we mean it. The second bomb is to tell them that we that we can keep this up. Yeah, Yeah,
1: Oppenheimer... I'm not surprised that that was the that that was the case. Like, of course, it's going to be a show of power.
0: Well, and and the thing is that there were debates also at one point. Like, what if we just drop the bomb somewhere where there's no civilians, no casualties, just to, as a show of force. But they were like, no, like, if no. we just drop it, it's going to give them a like, oh, we need to fight against this. Like, no, yeah. we need to drop it somewhere that they're going to see. And they're like, well, can we avoid the casualties and warn them? Do you
1: think it's fair to say that the U.S. did warn them? They dropped leaflets over Nagasaki and Hiroshima that told them to evacuate the city.
0: I wasn't aware of that fact. I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I guess they did warn them. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they dropped leaflets over the city saying to...
0: How, how far in advance, though?
1: I think like a week.
0: Y'all had a week notice?
1: I think to it be was... Fair. It had to have been within a week to maybe a couple days.
0: I mean, but I guess to be fair, like of course the enemy's going to try to get us to evacuate. They're going to try to invade. So, I guess that, that would explain the suspicious. It, it'd be like if they dropped pamphlets over New York saying, hey, heads up. Evacuate the city, you know, attack is coming.
1: Well, it's like the Pearl Harbor dilemma. I mean, people think there's the conspiracy theory that the United States knew, like, for a fact that Japan was going to attack and just let it happen so that the United States could join the war.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they reference that in the Dark Knight uh, Returns. Gordon says, like, it rattled him for days because it was like, did they really let it happen? and then he decided this is gordon talking um it's too big like it's too big for him to to figure it out and to judge because you're you're never going to know all the facts you're never going to be there
1: mhm i think what's um, crazy about this movie and i think what they captured really well was that these scientists weren't really thinking about like the casualties like, um, you really didn't see them, like, fret about, like, oh, this could fucking kill a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Well, it's... It, so there's two there's two things I want to bring up. One is the scientists were all in agreement for this first bomb. They were like, fair enough, we understand. A lot of them were very against the second dropping. They were like, you need to give them time. They're not going to realize how bad the effects are if you drop the second one, like, three days later. They're not going to see the damage. There's no time for the news to circulate. But they still dropped the second one just three days later. Um, there's also a widespread conspiracy theory believing that Heisenberg may have sabotaged uh, Russia. I mean, the Germans. Um, I'm sure you know this. The, his lab caught on fire at one point during the experiment. But all the research that they had in the lab was lost at the time. It was considered a success, but they lost all their notes. So they had to start from square one. That set them I mean, back so far.
1: Because I know that there were some German scientists that like they were really fucked up. Like I know some there was one really famous German scientist. Mangala. No, not him. He was a rocket scientist. Um he came to the US after the war.
0: Uh part of paperclip, right?
1: Yes. He I'm was paperclip. He came out in that uh that movie that they would make us watch in uh in school, October Sky. Remember the kids build a rocket and then he goes uh Jake Gyllenhaal goes to this fair to this um, uh, science fair and he meets him. Warner von I don't Braun. Remember. I believe you. Werner von Braun was uh was a German scientist apparently in uh during World War Two and apparently he would have like Jews uh, that were working in his factory like hanging.
0: Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean um, it's crazy to see how like scientists are at least back the World War II scientists like even after World War II even though they fought for Germany like we still repurpose them.
0: I uh, mean they um. Uh... It's insane because these are men and men and women that are just like curious but unchecked. Some of them are fucking Ooh,
1: monsters. What did this button do?
0: Boop. Oh, God. Oh, God damn it, any <laughs> Oh, here's oh, a question. You lose. Um, folks, he's doing this to fuck with me at this point. Um, There's a point where... So let's talk about Oppenheimer. but Let's go back to him. So he's oh. married... He can't let Florence Pugh go, because why? how could he? That um, shit was hilarious. Uh, what? She uh, called me! She wanted me to go over. I had it, to have sex with her. It was crazy, because it was like... It's almost a romanticism of like, she's my soulmate, but also like, bro, you're married with two kids. Like, that shit's in the... Either, like, cut he it off... Tell him, like,
1: Man the fuck up. Yeah, at one point, she's like, dude... Oh, when she dies th- and she kills herself.
0: Okay, I have a question. Did you see... Did you catch it for that yeah. moment? That, that was? someone
1: was holding her down?
0: Yeah, I was wondering, like, oh, shit, did anyone all see that? And they no put that on the movie, shocked.
1: but it's it's pretty well, like, agreed upon that she killed herself.
0: Apparently, from the documentaries that I saw, they all said that, like, it's debatable if she killed herself or if it was suicide, if it was suicide or someone killed her.
1: I don't know. She's kind of a bitch to be honest. I I mean, I hate the
0: flowers. And then she fucking throws them away. I don't know, man. Everyone's relationship is different. I'm not going to judge. But Oppenheimer dude, leading up to the point where they were going to like test the bomb. Uh Uh, it was something for Oppenheimer to be in his element. Like, you could tell he was very, like, let's go. Like, today's the day. We're going to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even knew the terrain. Like, he even knew they were, like, the brain's letting up right now about this time. We got two minutes. I mean, we got, like, two hours. a door window to hit the bomb. And it's also crazy because these guys, they didn't know what was going to happen when they set off the bomb. At yeah. one point, we get a scene where, like, the guy's like, it's almost impossible, but... Uh, the ignition, oh, that the it would burn pipe. up
1: all the nitrogen and oxygen in the atmosphere.
0: And yeah, thus wipe out the planet.
1: Thus yeah, thus killing the planet. And he's like, Ah, yeah. eh, it's almost zero. He's like <laughs> almost zero. He's like, Well, what do you want from theory alone? Zero.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be the first to find out if it's not if it uh if it happens.
1: But did you know that scientists, <laughs> I think in the seventies, actually did the math? And it would take a lot more than what they did to fucking burn the earth.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, that makes sense. But at the time, they didn't know any better. Oh yeah, at the time, they're like, "Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's see how good it goes." (laughs) Um, and at one point, uh, they they're taking bets. Like, oh, let's see what happens. Let's see how many of us are gonna. Let's see if it doesn't ignite. Like, oh I'll bet you ten bucks against my whole month's salary, that doesn't ignite. Well, it's not gonna really matter if I'm right, is it? Yeah. But okay, fine. <laughs> um yeah, they still have the bomb, and then it's the only time we really get the whole like out of context wording. You know, uh some people laughed, some people cried, most were just silent. Uh, and then yeah. he makes the lion fish new, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Well, oh, he I've, says that he's re-
1: banging Florence Pew, too.
0: Yeah, which is like, I wonder if that's true.
1: All right, weirdo. Fucking reading Sanskrit while you're getting ridden like a pony. I- yes. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> we're talking about the
0: Sanskrit. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Okay, so we get that scene and it's quiet. Did the boom get you?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty fucking loud.
0: I'm pretty sure they blew out some speakers with that scene. Like, fuck.
1: You know, I will say one thing about the the bomb test. That they didn't show, like, the mushroom cloud. No, you're
0: right, they did not.
1: And that's why I was kind of like, that's the money shot.
0: Like, I mean, they wanted, they wanted it to be practical, so they couldn't show it. I know,
1: but there was like two things I wanted to see. That one and then maybe the bombs drop over Hiroshima and Nagasaki.
0: What's called I uh, Well, I guess that makes sense why they never showed the actual bomb droppings. Um yeah. and then they have this great scene where like Oppenheimer's trying to talk to the to like, the general and everyone else. And they're, they're not telling him where they're dropping it. They, they're keeping fully in the dark. And I think it's at that moment when they're like, you made the bomb, we'll take it from here. He kind of realizes, ah, uh, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah,
1: like, that's... I mean, you see it in movies all the time. Like, once they're done with the scientists, they're like, all right, beat it, nerds.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And I mean... I get it, you're soldiers. You've been in the shit more than these scientists. hmm But maybe take the creators into account, because shit's gonna get serious real quick. Well, it's because the scientists are
1: there to make the bomb, and then everyone else is there to make decisions.
0: Um, But, like, I again, I don't think they understood the gravity of the situation when they were dropping those bombs, because they were projecting... Oh, well, no one did.
1: I mean, everyone, like, I mean, he's the first of its kind. It's a
0: fucking atomic bomb. Well, I mean, remember when they were projecting casualties, they were like, oh, 10,000, maybe. Maybe 20 if we're lucky. Fucking maybe. And then, what, how many? It was like, what, if you include radiation poisoning, I think like somewhere between 150 to 200,000 dead.
1: That was the one thing I didn't really look up was how bad the radiation poisoning was like I don't know how bad it was after
0: the bomb it it was horrible like you know how guys okay and folks this is where my Godzilla nerd knowledge is going to come to play for a minute Um you know how he has like black bird skin supposedly it was meant to like look like the survivors of Nagasaki like, and Hiroshima how bad some of the burns were on some people and bear in mind, it's not like it, it was selective. Like no man, woman, child, everyone—you're on the cutting room floor. Like you're—you're going to be exposed to this horrible, horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Some of you will live. Some of you will die. And most of you will never be the same. Um. So, um, and it haunted him. It really fucking did. It. He he has this famous scene with Truman. Truman was a dick. Well. Truman was mad because he's like, "This is not your way to carry; it. it's mine." Um, Truman even throws him out of his office because he he tells Truman, "Mr. President, I feel like I have blood on my hands." And Truman's like, "Get this fucking coward out of my sight!" But I mean, mm. it, it's famous. It's famously documented though. Truman did have guilt about using the bomb, but I think he felt insulted that anyone else felt guilty about it because he's like, "No, this was my thing to do, not yours." Yeah. It's I just
1: mean, it's just like it really is it I I couldn't fathom like the decision making behind using a world altering bomb like imagine having to make that fucking decision
0: I mean I can't imagine the weight of it But I imagine if you got to the point where it was necessary, I mean, God, that's just a trolley problem at that point. Do you unleash the big bomb or is it, do you risk more soldiers dying, like trying to invade Japan? Because also the plan was the US was going to go for the south of Japan, Russia was going to take the north and they were going to meet in the middle. Mm. Imagine how that would have gone.
1: I mean, well, at the time, I know Russia had declared war on Japan.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, they had. Um, and I mean, God, I think they had been planning for like two months the invasion of Japan. Two bombs later, hey, you know what? Yeah.
1: How'd you feel about the, the bombing dropped? Were you like, holy shit.
0: Like, like in real, are you talking in real life? Yeah. I, from an objective standpoint, the numbers alone almost justify the bomb's existence because 200,000 dead versus 800,000 dead. Yeah. You can also argue there's never been another world war since then. Like peace at the end of a gun, but peace nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, you you can argue that like war has not been the same since those bombs were used, and thankfully oh, yeah. they haven't been used. Um, there were there was a moment where during the Vietnam War, uh, one of the generals I don't remember which general was just like, let's just nuke the shit out of him.
1: Yeah, Why you couldn't because <laughs> fucking Russia had nukes at the time.
0: Yeah, no, but his whole campaign was just based on nuking the shit out of Vietnam. Idiot. And uh, I can't remember which general that was. Maybe Patton? It might have been General Patton, I want to say. Were you
1: surprised by the the traitors? What do you mean? Like, because the one that I thought was going to be the traitor was the big dude who ran off. He's like, I'm not going to work with him anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. I thought that he was going
1: to be the traitor.
0: No, it was Hans. Yeah, it yeah. was the fucking uh other dude that
1: was like inconspicuous. I think he only yeah, they, got like 14 years in prison because of it.
0: Yeah, cuz they couldn't they couldn't um they knew he was but they they were lacking certain evidence for some reason so they couldn't. But um no, I also know that they he yeah, got 14 years. There was a two Russian espionage uh people that were tried for treason and they were they were they were sentenced to death
1: yeah wasn't it a husband and wife yeah yeah that's what the show the americans was based on
0: i mean i wonder did they execute them together
1: uh well, i have no idea
0: but no but yeah overall like oof. and then what do you think of uh charles trying to railroad oppenheimer I mean, I get
1: why he was pissy at him because Oppenheimer made him look like an idiot. But I thought it was just well, fucked up that Oppenheimer got just completely boo food
0: Well and, and and it's it's like what happened at Einstein also. Like after like his whole famous E equals MC Squared, you know, he becomes a celebrity. Then they just throw him down the toilet the second he tries to argue against anything the US wants to do. They'll love you when you agree, but the second you yeah. try to give you your opinion no, 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 you're not the right guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then it just all turned out to be a bullshit, uh, a bullshit fucking ploy to railroad Oppenheimer, and he, they take away his security clearance, and they, they're they pretty much one hair away from fucking branding him as a traitor.
0: Yeah. Um that bullshit what? fucking hearing that they were doing. That wasn't even a real hearing. Well, it's also nuts because uh, at one point, even the general who recruited Oppenheimer, um, even says like, they ask him like, by these, by these, uh, uh oh, by guys, today's by, standards, yeah, by today's would standards, you, would you, would you,
1: uh, would you, would you give him security clearance?
0: He says no. He says I also wouldn't have given security clearance to any of the other guys. Like, yeah, you're. You're asking me questions that you know are not fair. I loved how his wife dealt with him, though. How she was oh, like... Yeah, his his that. wife
1: was a fucking bitch to him. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> I don't understand the question. What do you mean? You're wording it weird. But uh, that's not proper English. Dude, you need me to teach you how to speak. Because the way you're wording the question makes you... That's sound how I would respond to him. I'd be real I, bitchy, <laughs> too. <laughs> well, especially after they dragged out his fucking affair right, right to her face. I
1: don't know, they're fucking assholes to him for no fucking reason, just because of Strauss. And then it's always nice to find out that Strauss never, never got what he wanted politically out of that.
0: Yeah, he he may have fucked up Oppenheimer, but also like he, yeah, he peaked. He never got to be in the cab- person's cabinet. No, and then not just that by fucking Kennedy. Oh, that's right, dude. It almost felt like a, like a, like a teaser, like, like from, like in the Avengers, like, oh, Doctor Stephen Strange.
1: Oh yeah, he's like, who, who didn't vote for me? Some and young guy from Massachusetts. Like a yeah, some uh, young guy from Massachusetts trying to make a name for himself, uh, Kennedy.
0: Dude, if Nolan does a Kennedy movie, I'd be fucking down.
1: I mean, do you think it'd be better than? Uh... Then Oliver Stone's Kennedy movie.
0: I don't think I ever saw Oliver Stone's Kennedy movie. Me either. Right here, it's really good. What if Nolan does JFK next, and then he does uh, Marilyn Monroe? Well, they're making a a
1: Priscilla movie. Oh, Priscilla, yeah, Elvis's is... his underage He's... wife. He I wonder.
0: I was gonna say. I wonder if they're gonna. They need to talk about it because they just glossed over it in Elvis. They oh, didn't it's, even it's mention that Sophia she was Coppola. I mean, again, I don't know if they're gonna mention the fact of how fucking young she was because that's gonna drag. Oh, Elvis cousin! To that was I, just I, weird.
1: Every time I think of Sophia Coppola, I think of her in Godfather Three.
0: Oh, cousin! I, I love I you, cousin. I I think we all think of Godfather three and how wrong it was. I get what he was going for, but it, it was wrong. I don't
1: give a fuck what he was going for. Incest is never cool. Well,
0: and in Italy, it was cool for like a couple hundred. No, years. No, I don't care. It never is. So, well, in Alabama it's still cool. Allegedly, I, I think I'm getting indignant here. Um, but, but, uh. So yeah, so Strauss never never gets it. Mm-mm. Uh do you think and we'll talk about Killian Murphy in a second. Do you think RDJ gets the gets the nod for, for best uh, supporting actor?
1: It's tough, dude, because this is an ensemble cast, and usually whenever it's an ensemble cast, they always have a hard time choosing someone uh to be to be nominated.
0: Um but- What are they gonna pick, fucking Jason Bourne or fucking Iron Man? Come on!
1: I mean, he got picked when he was playing a black guy, uh, playing a white guy, playing a black guy.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Tropic Thunder.
1: Yeah, he was Oh my god, I forgot about that. I think that's a snub. I thought he should have gotten the
0: win. I think the the academy is happy that they didn't give it to.
1: I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude.
0: <laughs> so dumb.
1: It was, was, for me, Like quick sidetrack, what's mm-hmm. dumb is that, that that role gets so misconstrued now. It memes? Well, no, people are like, he's doing blackface. No, he's doing the absurdity of a method actor that goes so method that he wouldn't do that he would get his skin pigmented darker
0: to get a role he's making fun of the absurdity of it I think also like Tom Cruise and the the movie producers right yeah okay alright fuck face I want to need you to bend over and fuck your face yeah like
1: (laughs) it's an absurd movie it's not meant to be taken literally like, do you really think that RDJ would do blackface
0: for fun? You know, I I remember the the one line where Jack Black is on the floor. He's like, my ass, my ass. And I just remember, I, I always, that soundbite always plays in my head whenever, like, I'm squatting and I feel a cramp coming on. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, but, um... um I wouldn't be surprised. I thought he was really good in this movie. Uh, you know, he, him, Matt Damon, and uh, Emily Blunt all took massive pay cuts for this movie?
1: Well, Matt Damon was on retirement. I mean, not retirement. He was taking a break from acting.
0: Really? Officially?
1: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But he made a deal with his wife that if Nolan came calling to put him in a movie, he would take it. Is Nolan the
0: only director on that list? Yeah. I'm
1: sure they've been talking about it before. And he was probably like, oh, well, I'm taking a break, like, from acting. And uh, I'm pretty sure, like, him and his wife discussed it. And he was like, look, if it's Nolan, I'll do it. Who's his wife? She's a normal person.
0: Oh, he married a normie? Good for her. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What are the... What, you know... Or Matt Damon. He has not had the career that uh, Ben Affleck has
1: had. I mean, some would say he's had a better career. You think so? Ben Affleck's had a better directorial career,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's even won like Oscars as a as a
0: producer. Are you sure he's taking a break from acting? Because according to this, he's currently filming three different movies right now. Well, that's what it said maybe he was beforehand but yeah according to this he's doing driveaway dolls if and the investigators all coming out next year what post-production oh,
1: well what's yeah. the time frame between Oppenheimer and his uh previous movie
0: air air came out this year too but air it was filmed this year i mean it was filmed oh, in no 2022 idea. No, but you know what? You might be right because in 2022 all he did was love was Thor, Love and Thunder, and that was just a cameo. So yeah. I think he did take a year off, I guess.
1: He probably did. Um but but yeah, he wouldn't get nominated. It's either Killian Murphy for best actor. Uh I think if Nolan doesn't get nominated for best director, that's a big fucking fuck you to him.
0: Jennifer Lane, she needs to get nominated for best editing because fuck. Like, she made this movie make sense. Um, you think Nolan finally wins the Oscar for this one? I I think it's a movie about a bunch of old white men during World War II, but they're scientists, so I think he's got a pretty good chance. What other movies has he been nominated for? Uh, he should have been. I think Inception. He should have been nominated for The Dark Knight, but you know how fucking the Academy is with superhero movies.
1: Um, he they really gave the, the Oscar to fucking... Uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah,
0: yeah. okay, so he got nominated for Best Picture for Inception and for Dunker. Mm.
1: Yeah, Dunker not- was uh was a movie about old white dudes, and that didn't win, so you never know. I think he should win. I think this year is pretty light on Academy Award movies.
0: You think so? I think it's actually kind of heavy, man. I think there's been so many good movies this year, I wouldn't be surprised like how many get nominated.
1: But like what? What do you think beats Oppenheimer for best movie?
0: Oh, for our best film? Shit. God damn you're right. When you're asked when you're just asked point blank, it's hard to answer.
1: Yeah, you can't really think of anything. Across
0: the Spider Verse?
1: That's a fucking animated movie. You never know. I would. I It'll need be, to go back well, to the that list. That movie's more than likely going to win the animated Oscar.
0: It it will win the animated. If it doesn't, I would be fucking shocked. Let me see. Yeah. Best films of twenty twenty three, so far because I I can't think of any. Uh, Cocaine Bear might get nominated. Never know. Which one? Cocaine Bear. Really. I'm I'm being sarcastic. Uh, John Wick 4. You know, I love John Wick, but you and I both are not winning any Oscars. Yeah. Uh, d d Evil Dead Rise. Oh, um, here's one. Bow is Afraid. Yeah, I, I could see that one. What? It's called Bow is Afraid. It's a really shitty movie about some guy who's obsessed with his mom. Jesus. That's Joaquin Phoenix. But it's one no, of those movies please, where it's like,
1: because Napoleon oh. comes out in November.
0: Oh, Napoleon will probably get nominated for an Oscar because that thing looks fucking epic. I can't wait. If it comes out in theaters... Wasn't, his wife, a, wasn't his wife, like... Wouldn't she cheat on him? I think so. Because I, I remember at one point in the trailer, at one point she even tells him, like, without me, you're nothing. was like, well, he's the one that's conquering everything, but okay. Listen here, you tall bitch. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, no, he wasn't even that tall, right? No, he was short. That was the whole shtick. Uh, I, I mean, no, he wasn't even that short. He was actually the average height for a uh, Frenchman. He was 5'8". Oh, yeah,
1: for back then. I don't know how the whole short thing started.
0: I guess because a European was like, he's only 5'8". 8 ha, ha I'm 5'10". And it just fucking went from there, I guess. He was 5'6". He was five Napoleon? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was kind of short, I guess. Uh, let's see. Did this work cheat on him often? Let's see. Birthplace, Merchant Napoleon. Uh the Tart of the Town. Interesting. Okay. Yes, yes, she did.
1: Yep. Uh speaking of came up was from medium.com. Napoleon's wife Josephine did him dirty. What? So the 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 title of the article is Napoleon's wife, Josephine, did him dirty. The famous oh. French general, Napoleon Bonaparte, was cuckolded and ghosted by his first wife, Josephine, but his love never died. I don't know if he's a
0: good man or if she's just a terrible person. Hi, Napoleon. Maybe that's why he was so good at conquering shit. He was so, so angry from his wife cheating on him all the time.
1: Uh He's... He's an odd one. But, yeah, I think Napoleon might be one to to rival Oppenheimer. Oh, fuck. Barbie uh, I mean, might sneak in there
0: somehow. I was going to say, man, if if the Academy really wants to send signals that they're changing, I think Barbie might, but I thought that might have been too ridiculous to tell you. Watch Barbie and then tell me what you think. We'll do a fucking mini-review if you want. Eh, I don't want to know. But watch it with a crowd. That's the only thing. I think you need to watch it with a crowd.
1: I like going to movies by myself in the middle of the day when no one's there. Fucking That's weird. how I saw Talk to Me. Talk to Me fucked me up. <laughs> I'm watching it tomorrow, so I'll let you know. There there were some parts that like even after the movie when I came home, I was like, fuck.
0: <laughs> it was a good movie. No, I, it's the only 824 horror movie I like. You want to talk about it maybe tomorrow or sometime watch, this week. All right, I watch you tomorrow, uh, tomorrow,
1: Wednesday, Thursday. I won't be able to because we have our meet the teacher and our Maverick picnic. <laughs> I, I got will, you. You know what? I will sell your identity now.
0: <laughs> oh God. Okay. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> so all right. So final thoughts, now. What do you think about it? Oppenheimer, I thought it was five out of five, perfect. I
1: thought it was really uh, enjoyable. I... It it did not do the typical historical t- movie trope, where like they show like the, like uh, what happens to everybody at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they'll usually show like the real person. Yeah, like you didn't do that with this movie.
0: Actually, wait. You know what? I also appreciate the fact that they showed the bad parts of Oppenheimer. They didn't just like make him like this patriot. Like, no, they showed the ugly parts. They showed him cheating on his wife. They showed him having his breakdowns. Him yeah, being morally questionable. Shit. Like, they didn't show him in a good light. They showed him in an honest light. and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, folks. So that's gonna do it for our review of Oppenheimer. If you haven't seen wait, it, go watch it. What do it. you rate it? You? Oh, I said ten this. out of ten. I said Um, A plus, right after you said. Yeah, 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. Perfect. um, A movie everyone should watch? I mean, shit, it got us to discuss the, the effects of the nuclear bomb today, so, I mean, that's saying something. You can get us to talk about shit like that.
1: That's because Eddie's not too fond of history. What? You don't like history. I like history. Oh, I always thought you didn't.
0: No, I hate science. Hmm. Okay. Why? Because so it proves your God wrong? No, because my fucking chemistry teacher in college sucked. Oh. I will say her name, but you know, if I want to work for UTRV one day I might not be able to. Uh so yeah. Uh I think that's gonna wrap it up for this particular episode. But we have a lot of content coming at y'all in the next couple of weeks, whether it's gonna be to put out my April? talk to me review. No, I finally got my laptop from work so I can edit it. So that's going out. Probably tonight. Along with it's the more streaming. like
1: slight editing at the front and maybe the back. That's pretty much it.
0: I got you. I'm going to add uh, some music to it, though, also. So. Okay. Uh, you're uh, giving me, the full editing treatment.
1: Let me clear us out. Thank you for joining us for this beautiful review of Oppenheimer. Please check us out wherever you get your podcast needs Google, Apple, or Spotify, where you are there. We put out videos on YouTube. I try to put out every time I get a chance. It's a lot easier than putting out a podcast. But please check us out wherever you get your podcast needs. This was your review of Oppenheimer. I'm Fernie. I've been Eddie. And let's cut it.